everyone, I'm Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Today we have a very special guest because we have another Ooh. interview. Yay! Um, our special guest today is Kevin Goatee. I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly, but I think <laughs> we looked in enough videos to know that. Um, and he is a comedian. He's also a voice actor, as we've seen. But um, mainly he's got a... Sh- show that's brilliant it's like x factor for comics called comics watching comics on amazon prime kevin welcome to the show thank you so much good uh, good man and good lady for having me on this uh, lovely morning yes it is me thank you for having me no then thank you thank you so much for uh, coming on and uh coming on our humble show i mean it's just very exciting whenever we get a guest because yeah. <laughs> you know we're, we started this because we had you know loads of conversations in the car and we thought these are ramblings that are probably coherent enough to go on the internet and then this just came out of it so this is fantastic to have other people come on the show and talk to us um so tell us a little bit about yourself tell us about comics watching comics just very briefly we'll cover some extra questions as we go along comics watching comics is a show where i i I take intermediate comics and i have them do their best five minutes set and then we take um we take that footage to my house where myself and other panelists who are uh, more tenured watch the show, offer uh, watch their footage, excuse me, offer critique, advice, praise, and if they're awful, uh, <laughs> take a big steaming dump on them. Of course, of course. That's the best <laughs> we way pick to a handle winner, it. We pick a winner at the end of every season, but here's the trick of it. Um, we pick our favorite, the, the home audience plays along too. They pick their, they pick their favorite panelists that they want to see come back to the following season and uh the season one seven will be the all-star panel season oh i see panelists that uh people have dug and want to see back come back again oh perfect so that will be that will be the ultimate like season to watch really because that will be the comics that are like creme de la creme out of the ones that you've seen so far no no no, i'm saying the panelists are the ones oh the panelists yeah we have a we have a live show which is actually you're, you're going to see after season six before season seven, which is the actual prize oh. where the comics we have we have a live we had a live show in November where comics came in uh, they performed it was all stand up it was mm. I did stand up uh, the panelists did stand up the winners and some semi finalists did stand up um, and we also had something called redemption section where people who really ate shit got a chance <laughs> to redeem themselves uh-huh. in front of in front of the live crowd they each did a minute each uh, each did a minute. Uh-huh. And the audience voted voted on their favorite panelists that they wanted to see do a uh, a complete set that evening. Oh, that's, that's a good way of doing it. Sounds actually. like a job interview to me. It's yeah. like a second <laughs> job interview. It's like you really did not impress us enough at the first one. But I mean, we'll give you another shot. We'll, we'll give you a chance. Because, yeah, you never see that kind of thing with TV shows like this where they get a chance to come back and try and redeem themselves. Um, right. So I think that's a really cool way of handling it, actually. <laughs> it's like, oh, you thanks. did terribly. But <laughs> why did you come back and take another crack at it? I mean, you know, yeah. taking on feedback is a big part yeah, of exactly, being any yeah. kind of professional. So it's really good to see that if some people do take that feedback mm-hmm. on, that it, it it kind of progresses their career and, and their you're actually ability. helping these people as yeah. well. Like, that's the main thing. Um, so obviously you're a stand-up comedian. Uh, where did the idea for the show come from in general then? It came from one day I was at an open mic and it was just a, such a crop of awful comics. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I started uh, texting a friend. We were just making, cracking jokes back and forth about the people that were on stage at the time and just really ripping into them. I said, well, this is kind of funny. It could be a show, but wait a minute. 
You can't have a show where people just get shit on. That would suck. And <laughs> good luck getting a, a bunch of people who want to do a, a second season, you know? Yeah. So um, I tweaked it because I, I was watching, at the time, Last Comic Standing was on its final season, and I felt that show was insufferably bad. Uh, it, it was just one big, one big circle jerk. The only panelist who really was real in his critique was Norm MacDonald. He actually came correct. goes, no, that wasn't good. Here's why. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, that was so great. I'm sitting there going, it was mediocre at best. Cut the bullshit. <laughs> so I thought, let's try this with, with intermediate comics because, you know, we're in New York City, there's just so many different mm. thousands of comedians. Yeah. And only so much stage time. And there were so many, you know, gems, mm -hmm. people, diamonds in the rough who have yet to be discovered. I thought, well, what the hell? Let's try and, uh, you know, see if I can help out promote comedy and uh, mm -hmm. get those people who deserve a uh, a, a shake mm -hmm. another avenue of exposure yeah that's yeah. how the show came to be and did you achieve that outcome have you found the gems that you were hoping for or are they have they surpassed or have they come under a little bit of expectation uh we've we've definitely picked up some some gems uh that is for sure jason scoop who won season one was on um show called First Impressions that was on the USA Network uh, a year or two ago. Right. He actually is a panelist in season six. I thought it was kind of cool to show mm. like, yeah. the full circle. Mm -hmm. You know, guy guy comes on, wins the show, and now I'll make him a panelist just for a season. So mm. I thought that would be kind of cool, and I did, I did, did that. So yeah. Wow, that is excellent. Yeah. yeah, I think that is really good because that just means that you've really done your job well. Plus, you don't just forget about them. It's like the season ends. You pick a winner and that's it. It's like you reintroduce them later on as well, which is always fantastic. Um, yeah, I know. It, it, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying yeah. to just keep everybody, uh, you know, in the circle and mm. just have a. I want to be like uh, maybe an, a, a, a little bit of reality TV as well. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, you know, I'm trying to get you're exactly right. Mm. Oh, perfect. Have you ever um, heard of the, like, we have a TV show here in Britain called Gogglebox? Nope. Um, and it, it it's not it's both like reminds me of your show, but also nothing like it because it's um it's basically just regular people in their lounge watching TV, just normal TV. And here uh -huh. in Britain, it's extremely popular. <laughs> but for some the reason, when I heard thing. about yeah, when I heard about your show, I thought because actually those people have become like comedic characters of their own right. Yeah, like yeah. they were meant to be regular people, but actually they fulfill certain roles. Um, and it just reminded me a little bit of that. So if you <laughs> if you're ever looking for something that you will regret watching, but at the same time won't be able to stop watching, Gogglebox is the thing. <laughs> the oh really? So oh it's, wow! It's just watching people watch things on t uh, anyway it's, it's i mean it's just not, it's not much different from let's players you know watching people is it like is it like mystery science year 3000 is that what it's like kind of except less interesting <laughs> oh good then i definitely won't watch it yeah exactly yeah this is what you need to know um so when you got started uh in stand-up comedy were, were there any specific people who inspired you to that point or were there any people who you kind of learned from and, and took techniques from things like that you learn from everybody there's a lot yeah. of different things you can pick up uh i mean i would say david tell is my all-time favorite stand-up comedian uh, i don't know if you guys are familiar with him did the show insomniac he's been around forever he's hmm. the best he's the best rodney dangefield also one of my tops yeah. daniel Tosh, eddie murphy raw yeah know, chris of course i mean these are all greats um, but yeah, there are certain things. It's like okay, um, yeah, I, you you, you kind of see something that you you're like a not a style, but something like oh, yeah. I could use the, the way I talk like that, or, yeah. or I could try 
incorporating, you know, this kind of a, uh, a method into segueing from one joke to another, you yeah. know? So, yeah, there are, there are definite ways to, uh, that you, you, things you do pick up from others without stealing, of course. Yeah, naturally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no plagiarizing. Um, <laughs> Absolutely but- not. Do you find what do you find is the perfect formula for a comedian? Because I, for example, for myself, I know I could never be a stand-up comedian because I feel like my wit just isn't fast enough, um, and I stumble over words a lot. But is it like is it charisma? Is it is it just having a good joke? Is it having enough of a life experience to do it? Because for me personally, like I love one-liner comedians, I, like especially on panel shows and things like that. One-liner comedians for me, it's just absolutely solid. But actually, they're not... I remember we watched um, a whole one hour of a one-liner comedian, and that was a bit much. Mm. Like, it's good for panel shows. Well, that's why I was saying, yeah, like, panel shows and stuff. Yeah. So Um, what do you you feel like is the, like... What do you look for when you look for, like, a comedian that you can mold? Like, if if somebody just doesn't have something, then you know they're a lost cause kind of thing. It really is a fine recipe of a bunch of different things. Mm. Pretty much all that you touched on, charisma, material, delivery pacing style all that stuff mm-hmm. uh stage presence very important as well yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. honestly you, you want to a lot of people still don't do this but you want to come firing your best stuff yeah. out first yeah. mm-hmm. that way you hook them that way they're uh they're on the, the uh they're on the go they're ready to go mm-hmm. so yeah that, that, that's something that you achieve general you know move the mic stand um, get that out of the way. Another easy thing you could do just to really open up yourself to the audience yeah. and, mm-hmm. and so that way they can embrace you instead of hiding behind it. That's more of a subconscious thing. But mm-hmm. again, it really it really is a fine line of a, a mixture of all these different things. I mean, there's not... I couldn't give you the perfect concoction of what a comedian should be. I mean, mm-hmm. it should have all those ingredients. I just can't tell you mm-hmm. in what order and how much of all... and how much, you know? Mm-hmm. So... It, it, it depends. It yeah. really depends. It's kind of like, like what that old senator said. Like I don't, I can't define pornography, but I can tell you what I can look at it and tell you what it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can look at a comic and go, I don't know what I'm putting my finger on, but that guy or that girl has it. Yeah, or that guy does not mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I was just wondering if there was anything like if you saw somebody and you thought, okay, they're a bit shy and they don't really have stage presence, but actually the the material is fine so we could work on the stage but like all the things that you could you could improve and there are things that you just cannot improve ever kind of thing yeah, <laughs> yeah no that's no, that's very true i mean a lot of the shy people are usually like the one-liners or maybe like that they're not mm-hmm. as as engaging with the audience yeah. so they'll just fire out a ton of one-liners and there are a ton of people who do that very well mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it depends on what your your persona your character your stage character is it, de- it depends what you're going for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't. I, I I do some very. I do a couple one-liners here or there, but not that many. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a mixture of, of of a bunch of different things. But again, it's all depending on what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have it where you were kind of watching a comic and you found that you were laughing and you were enjoying the material, but there was just something about them that was kind of like you'd think, okay, we'll not put them through. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. You're just like, all right, there, there is some good stuff here. It's just not as cohesive or it could be very disjointed or they uh, they take you out of the the environment that they painted. Like, for example, one guy's like, you know, one guy could say, oh, my God, I was I was banging four different chicks this weekend. And then three minutes later, talking about his wife and kids like, wait a minute. Hold yeah. On. <laughs> 
Like, what, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> Unless you're leading a double life, which you need to talk about, but, you know, you can't be jumping from, again, from one uh, end of the spectrum into the other. Yeah. Without having a hell of a story or a payoff or something. We just can't be that disjointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were kind of uh, coming up in your comedic status, would you have gone on a show like this? Would you have looked at a show like that and thought, you know what, I'm going to give that a shot? That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, it depends. If you would ask if, if this show was new, would I have done it? Maybe. Would it, if, if now would I have done it? I don't know because it's, Here's the thing too, comedy is so subjective. Like I may yeah. think somebody mm. sucks, but their jokes and their and their and their and their character and their material is spot on. I just don't think they're funny, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people don't want to hear if they're they they do not want to hear the truth. They just want all their they live in a bubble, have their friends say, Oh, you're so fantastic, and then sometimes do mediocre mm-hmm. uh mediocre set in front of an audience and think they're killing it. it but a lot of people, you'd be surprised, comedians you think have great sense of humor about themselves. Nope. Yeah. Thinnest skin in thinnest skin you'll ever meet. Believe me. Oh, Once you get down to it, they are so thinly skinned it's not even funny. So when I do it, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, mm. Tell you the truth, I've gone to my head. Mate, I think I would do it, but I'm not 100 percent on it. That's for sure. All right, especially now that you've seen how much you kind of rip everyone apart. As well, well I mean, do, do I want to go through that? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, we show the ball busting. That's for sure. We don't hide that. We, we know that because that is true. Comics. Like we're showing you, like the general, the, the Joe Schmoes of the yeah. world, what it's like to be like if you're in the, if you're in the crowd of the comedy club, like you're sitting there, we're in the back watching and making our comments and saying whatever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So it, that, that we're just bringing you in our world. Like, yeah, there is plenty of ball busting going on in our world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the shitting on that, that happens. It's not the focal point of the show, but it happens. That's for sure. It's a part of it. Yeah, I mean, it's part of life. Yeah, I'll be exactly. honest, like, every single day at an office job is still the same thing. You yeah, will... you gotta be broken down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. So when did you, uh, I know this is gonna sound like a really out there question, but when did you know that you were, like, a comedian and this was your, your job for life kind of thing? Well, this is not my job for life. I still have a day job, unfortunately. It's <laughs> 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 terrible. Oh, God. Because comedy pays shit, let's be honest. Yeah, Unless you're... yeah. I mean, some people are happy living on 30000 a year and can make that work. Not me. I got started when I was 33, so I was already making, you know, well over six figures. I'm like, I can't go back to that life. Yeah, and absolutely. Especially yeah. now that I have a kid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a wife. I just, you know, I, that's not going to happen. I've grown accustomed to the lifestyle, and I, I just can't go, yeah, I'm going to throw all that away Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and do that. So, no. When did I know? I mean, this is a two-part answer. Mm-hmm. Comics will always say, like, oh, you've been told you're the class clown, funny guy, yeah. always making people laugh, you know, all that gregarious shit. Like, I always had that when I was a kid or, and through, like, uh, I wouldn't say kid. I would say more through, like, high school, college, yeah. maybe middle, middle school. But then when I was, um, when I, right, I guess I was 32 right before I, no, I was 33 right when I started. And I saw the film Up in the Air with George Clooney. Bear mm-hmm. with me, this story pays off. <laughs> and, and, uh, there's a, you guys ever see that film? Yep. Up in yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. All right. So remember this scene where he's firing J.K. Simmons, you know, Spider-Man, yep. uh, J.K. Yeah. Jameson? Okay. He fires him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks at, you know, Clooney goes, you know, you're fired. Sorry, they're not going to keep you. And he goes, well, what do I tell them? He shows mm-hmm. a picture of his kid. Mm-hmm. And Clooney goes, well, it says here in your resume, you man, you, you were in college, you were a, uh, a, page, you know, a French culinary major, 
And then when you got out, you did fresh, uh, you worked at a French restaurant, did pastries or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the line that just shot a bolt of lightning up my ass was, he goes, tell me this, how much did they pay you to give up on your, on your dreams? <laughs> and and yep. at that point I was in, like, I was working for Merck and I was just like, this sucks. There's a, everyone is just going through life, counting down the hours until Friday at 5 PM. Yep. You're wishing away 65% of your life. Yep. That's no way to live. It, yep. It's just. I call it the zombie shuttle, the subways in the morning. Yeah, People the way yeah, to yeah. get into work have this, you know, glazed, drugged out look on their face, just waiting to get fucked over by corporate America. And I was just having this whole, like, you know, moment of clarity. I'm like, there's more to life than this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, you know, what, what, about, what about doing stand-up? That could be a way to go, right? That could mm -hmm. be something. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw that film and I saw that line, I go, holy shit, there's the answer right there, right in front of my face. <laughs> yep. so, I said, so I said, fuck it, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That's really good. I mean, that's that's what you want, don't you? You want to be you want to I guess like you want to be stable enough so you can actually do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, you wouldn't have been able to do that as easily when you would have been like fresh out of college and not had a job kind of thing. But at the You could. Well, here's the thing. You can. And a lot of comics are a lot younger cuz they do that. They see the mm. dollar signs and they think that they're going to be making that kind of money fast. Mm. But the reality is it's not. Uh, at least, though, they don't have responsibilities. They can take, you know, shitty jobs, be happy working those shitty jobs, mm -hmm. and make not much. But at least they have all the time in the world to go and um, and uh, and work on comedy, you know, more mm -hmm. hours than I can, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. so for them, for that. that. That's the benefit. Yeah. The bad part is, again, I, you know, they're living hand to mouth. They're eating shitty food, like dollar pizza. They don't have a, a, a well of experiences to talk about you know a mm -hmm. lot of younger comics and no fault of their own i would be doing the same if i was 23 or 24 25 a lot of weed jokes dick jokes mm -hmm. fart jokes, of course are, yeah, yeah. As, long as, as long as they're done right but yeah you know it's the same shit out of the same people you're like i've heard this fucking eighteen thousand times before so no thank you mm -hmm. so it's it, it's it, it's it's good and bad from both ends believe yeah. me yeah and so uh, considering that you do still have a job as you're being a comic how are you balancing the Amazon Prime show now? And how did that even, how did you find the time to get that off the road? Like, was it a difficult sell to Amazon or were they quite up for it? Uh, uh, there are a lot of questions you just fired out. In Sorry. One so, <laughs> so how do you, uh, how do you balance the show alongside? How do I balance it? Well, as the old saying goes, if you want something bad enough, you'll make time for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You really truly give a shit about an idea. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one second. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you really give a shit, you'll make the time. You'll bike, you know, I haven't been doing as much stand up because the show takes a lot of time yeah. out. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing, there was a stretch, I think, the past January. I literally had a podcast every night. I think all but like maybe like a couple weekend nights I did our weekends. I did not, but I was doing podcasts virtually every single day mm -hmm. to promote season five. Like, mm -hmm. It's the kind of shit like that you have to do to get the word out. And just, yeah. you know what, if I don't, you know, sometimes gigs have to go by the wayside, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, you make time for it yeah. is your answer. Yeah. That's what you got to do. You give a shit, like you guys are making time for this podcast. You guys are dedicated to doing it. Mm -hmm. You just can't stop. You just grind down. You just mm -hmm. do not stop. Do yeah. not quit. That's, yeah. uh, that's the end. Well, we take, sometimes we take a week's break where we really can't be bothered. But, you yeah. know, I, I like the sentiment there. Um, so, yeah, second part of that question, I guess. Um, was it a difficult process to get the show, like, on Amazon? Or were Amazon sort of down for it straight away? It was not difficult because I have a connection there. That's ah. 
So I wish I had a great story about how this ragged, <laughs> rich, richest guy gets lucky after, you know, 25 times of <laughs> knocking their door down. They finally say yes on the 26th. Nope, I know somebody. It was on YouTube first, though. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it got noticed. It was mm -hmm. on YouTube first, so mm -hmm. um, that's how it, uh, it got noticed, and then uh, taken Amazon. But let's not get it twisted. Amazon, this is not Amazon original programming. They yeah. do not give me yeah. a budget. They, I get paid on views. I don't get like here's a tree. You know, here's a treasure chest full of yeah, money yeah. for budget, and then your salary. Not at all, kid. Yeah. So I need all you out there to watch my show, mm -hmm. so you can help send my daughter to college. Hopefully mm -hmm. not the states. But, you know, <laughs> we'll take what we can get. Um, right. On. <laughs> um, so do you have any like British comedic inspirations? Because people generally point out the differences between like British and American uh, comedic culture. They're like very kind of different things. Um, so do you have any particularly, you know, um, stylized British comedians or British comedy actors or anything like that that you uh, quite enjoy watching it's so funny whenever i do podcasts with uh you folks over there in the uk <laughs> you love asking it's almost like you're trying to gain acceptance with american comedians it's funny and i don't, I don't mean that pejoratively it's very it's just funny like, like what about us huh? yeah, yeah we have uh, comedians too <laughs> yeah they're just not as funny as ours i'm just kidding oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 give me Russell Peters, guys. Come on, don't don't even try that. Oh, um, uh, yeah, there are there are a couple. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to. Th I, well, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a comedian, but you, since you said actor, I love Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, Borat was fucking brilliant, and mm -hmm. uh, Bruno too. His allergy show is pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think. If you throw me some names, they may jump out. I know. Well, what's his face is Australian. Never mind that, Jeffries. But he's gone off the deep end with this whole Trump crusade. My God, find some new material for the love of Christ. Yeah, but, that's, uh, uh, people I mean, are milking him dry. I mean, there's, the for there's obviously there's people like Lee Evans, who's quite uh, well established. I mean, he's just retired recently. Mm. Um, he was in a couple of American films as well, which is where I thought that might spring out. Um, there's a new one actually that was on the James Corden show recently, Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh, Ramesh Ranganathan, yeah. Which we find quite hilarious. Uh -huh. Another podcaster dropped his name to me, and I've never, I, haven't, I haven't seen his act yet. So no, He's I mean, I've, I've, the name I know, the act I don't. Mm -hmm. He is well, funny. Yeah, we uh, generally see you generally see him on like panel shows, like Mock the Week and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I I'll tell you why we asked the question about the British comedians, and this will, you know, <laughs> this might just help to understand it. because we don't know that many American ones apart from the really big ones. <laughs> I, I don't know that many British comedians, to be honest. I like, feel like I feel like I know, know like five. And we let, we know more of them because of the panel shows. Yeah, that's true. So we have a lot more panel shows. So I think that's why people usually ask the question, <laughs> so they get on home turf. <laughs> <laughs> we're safe now we're safe yeah. and guarded <laughs> well i mean because you know uh, it sounds stupid but really you know when you get when you don't have the daily american programming and stuff unless you know somebody to look out for you'll know you'll see the big guys and you'll see like on netflix we get netflix woo um so you'll see the stuff on there um but realistically unless you're looking for someone you don't find them so that's why it, i think it's it, it is interesting that two mm, different cultures contrast, yeah. also means that you just don't get exposed to as much stuff that's true so, yeah. Uh, I missed that. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. It, yeah. was, it was a bit of a rant, so don't worry. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think what it sounded like you were saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like basically it's if you're not, you know, if you're not inundated like with American programming like we are, obviously mm -hmm. with, you know, British for you guys, we're not going to see that kind of uh, yeah. 
exposure. So yes. yeah, I mean, no, I don't. No, I don't ever flip through. And go, oh, what's on the BBC? No, yeah. never. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. That's yeah. Never, so that's. Never uh, I was just saying that's probably why British podcasts usually ask about British comedians because then they actually can know a lot more than, mm. like you know, we know Chris Rock, we know Louis C.K. because he's controversial and everybody yeah, knows because him he, because he whips his dick out in front of girls. I mean, exactly, him pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear about but the controversy? Do you guys get Comedy Central over there or no? We no, do yeah, we do. do we? Yeah, we do. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, this right. is the other thing. We don't have a TV license, so we don't watch, like, re- like real true. TV. <laughs> yeah. We just watch Netflix. That might be another Wait, problem. But you say you don't, you don't have a TV license? So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if you know it's a thing in England where you have to pay for a TV license in order to be able to watch TV. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, it's nope. a BBC thing. Yeah. So BBC, that's how they get funded, basically, is through TV licenses. So if you have an antenna plugged into your TV, that's considered that you need a TV license. Yeah, so you can watch stuff like Netflix on like your Xbox or whatever, which is what we do. Well, wait Amazon a minute, Prime. how are they going to know that if, you, well, if you're not... this is the thing. Don't... There's no way for them to actually know. They generally just kind of scaremonger people. It's like they, they have this thing where... Um, Every now and again, they'll send out a bunch of letters to a bunch of random people who don't have TV licenses. And the letter will say, like, we believe you've been watching TV without a TV license. This could result in criminal prosecution, blah, 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 blah. Um, but well, there's, fair, there's no way for them to actually know. They usually target student digs. So like, yeah, exactly, um, yeah. like, at the halls of residence where I was at, some people did get fined. Yeah, they just get for... blanket letters and fines but, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they... Fine. What are they, they, they going to fine you for not having a TV license? Uh-huh. How, how much? How much do they find you? Oh, I don't know. It's, I think it changes, but it's a couple hundred quid. No, I think oh, it's. Christ I think it's about hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good luck. Good luck paying that. What are you gonna do that that doesn't happen? You know. Yeah, like you're gonna take a student to court for like yeah. hundred quid. But yeah, so we yeah. just we just don't bother. So we don't really have the antenna plugged in, and therefore it's like we're not gonna pay that extra money because we've got Netflix. We can survive off of that quite easily. And can, YouTube. Yeah. I've got like other shit to spend that money on. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. I mean, what do you need live TV for? You know, in England, except you know, if I if, if I can avoid watching soccer, that's perfect. Then I wouldn't pay for that either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, finally, exactly. someone else who's on the same page. <laughs> oh my God, a Brit, Brits who hate soccer! I never thought I would see the day. Absolutely, I can't stand it. It's all about the World Cup at the minute. And... Oh. I no can't, cares. Can't, yeah, I, I can't think about anything I care less about. Yeah, we did actually set out this podcast with a specific thing of we will never talk no about sports. sports. No, sp- no sports, it's no sports, no politics. Here, it's funny in America how like no one gives two shits about soccer, but whenever the World Cup mm-hmm. or something like that pops up, like, ooh, the World Cup's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. You've been cared about that in years. We don't care about soccer in America. Stop trying to force it down our throats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a boring horribly boring sport yeah. and the world cup is a joke because you and i'm a sports guy I, i'm a big baseball football you know hockey mm. would agree you cannot have a tournament mm. where in the first round you have scores that are tied you cannot <laughs> have that that is flat out fucking retarded there's mm-hmm. no way that should be no that's stupid yeah we don't enjoy i mean to be fair i'm originally from um the czech republic so mm. hockey is the sport that i yeah, should should you know i i should i should really love hockey i i will watch it and i do admire the skill there a Especially lot more since we want to live in canada like hockey's their thing we need to get into hockey yeah hockey's great no hockey's dope there's nothing better than playoff hockey nothing i mean no. hockey, i'm a baseball like i said baseball football but i mean it's, hockey's great playoff hockey is insane man that's yeah that's where it's 
I just feel like hockey. I mean, they're on ice in skates and they're managing to still puck around. It's like tiny puck. Is this the manager moving around? Like that's skill to me, like not kicking a ball. Yeah, but it's the same with like rugby and like American football where it's like right. they, they just beat the shit out of each other for like, yeah. <laughs> for like an hour and a half and then they get up and their head's pouring with blood and they just like rub a bit of dirt on it and just carry yeah. on. And like, like... I mean, I get basketball as well because that's mm, skill like as well. Basketball. Like I like right. sports where you have to have skill and tactics whereas I feel like I used to play soccer, football, whatever you want to call it um, when I lived in Australia and like, it, it, I mean, I could yeah. play it and I'm not that good at sports. So... Right. Anyway, slight, somewhat back on topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck soccer. Moving on. Moving, <laughs> Moving on. on. Let's move on to a geeky topic. Um, how are you feeling about E3? Are you a video game person? Were you watching it? Were you following it along? You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. I work with a production company for another one of my couple shows. My guy, my production company guys are over at E3 right now. Yes, I play oh. video games. No, I'm not a nerd where I'm watching E3 shit i can care less i'll, I'll just catch the, the big games that are gonna get dropped no i'm not watching that stuff but yeah my mm-hmm. production company i work with is uh they are uh they're there right now as a matter of fact or they're coming home i know it was this week yeah mm-hmm. he was texting me from san diego yesterday yeah um what do i play i play uh mlb the show i, I actually I was just playing a couple hours ago batman markham knight that game is so great um <laughs> far cry 5 i just finished that that game never misses uh i did not get the the, the far cry the the primal one I did not bother with, but the other Far Cries are fantastic. I mm. absolutely mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are my favorite. Let me see. I, I also, what is play? Wolfenstein 2 I beat a while oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein's uh, good. Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit, what else? Mortal Kombat X. I mean, yeah, I've got a, I got a good... Those yeah. are the ones I was playing last. But yeah, no, I, I play, but there's, not, there's nothing new coming out. No. Red Dead Redemption Two score. Yeah. The first one sucked. I mean, that's only, and I know those are the same guys who made Grand um, Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. which yeah. is amazing. But this is that 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 Red Dead Redemption shit was boring. Not mm-hmm. a fan. Mm-hmm. So. It was essentially. I I thought that Red Dead Redemption was essentially Grand Theft Auto, but in like old old Western America, and it's like in in Grand Theft Auto, you're stealing tons of different cars and you got tons of different guns and things like that. Whereas you know right. in the old West. How many horses can you really steal? And like... yeah, yeah, I, 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 I didn't care for it, so I wasn't, in, uh, I wasn't on that. But yeah, there's, no, I mean, Fallout Three, no thank you. I mean, I get the Call of Duties. I think like the Modern Warfare, like two, you know, one, two, and three were the best. Yeah, and, but then it just kind of got saturated and yeah, it's not about too much. Yeah, what? I mean, we'll be honest. We got excited about like we got excited about Star Wars. Star Wars Jedi oh, Fallen Order. Battlefront I just beat again uh, the other day. The Battlefront 2. Mm. That's fine. I don't, I don't do all those different side mission bullshits. I just play right through mm. and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I like the, the uh, Battlefront. Yeah. We actually got excited about the uh, we got excited about the new one, which is the Fallen Order, which is like not multiplayer like Battlefront, but it's the like single player missions it's, from yeah, the films. It's, it's basically Battlefront, but like single player offline and all so, that kind of stuff. We're more we're more single player than multi, so we got excited about that one. Because we're right. just that introverted. Yeah, we're just that introverted <laughs> that we don't like playing with other people. Um, other people. Um, so what kind of? Yeah, so we have a, a series of like. Oh God, we're already at. Oh wow, yeah, right. We've been chatting for a while. Uh, we have a. See, I told you, I'm the best guest that you ever have. Trust me. Time flies when you're having fun, man. Oh yeah, you. oh yeah. Um, so we have a series of kind of quickfire questions related to 
nerddom and geekdom and things like I know you said you're not a massive nerd, um, but we'll fire some questions at you. We'll see how many um, that you, you have answers for, yeah. yeah, that you feel comfortable answering. I, um, I, I like some nerdy things, but I'm not a nerd. There's a difference. That's there there is, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, so Maggie will fire uh, away. Fire away, right? Favorite Star Trek captain. Oh God! Give me don't even Star Trek's garbage. <laughs> Pass. Oh. Favorite Star doctor. Trek is terrible. Favorite doctor. From like Doctor uh, Who. I'm not even gonna say Doctor Who. I know that's what you want me to say, but the answer is no. Uh, I'm gonna say Doctor Dre. Uh, I love NWA. <laughs> you know what? That's an answer. I'll that's take an answer. It. I mean, we didn't specify Doctor Who. We that just said true. favorite doctor. So nice one. I like nice Pepper. Pepper oh, Doctor Pepper. Good. Good one. Um, favorite social media platform. Oh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna sound so old and date. I don't care. Facebook. I don't know. There we I, go. I'm not, a, I'm not a Snapchatter. That's for sure. Instagram's fine. Twitter's boring. It's either Instagram or Facebook. I'll go with Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I know that you did. Say that you've played some video games, so this might be okay. Favorite video game character? Character. Mm. Oh, favorite video game. Favorite video game. Let's go with that. Oh my god, that's like asking your favorite child. But I only have one kid, so that's easy. Uh, Every everyone's favorite, got a favorite child. They say they don't. Favorite video liar. So my favorite game of all time. Whenever I move, I'm, I told my wife this is the first thing we fucking buy. Not a new TV. Not when I have a new TV, but not a new couch. Not a new kitchen. The first thing I'm buying is the sit down version of Spy Hunter. Ah, interesting. Yeah, good choice. You, ne- you never hear that many people uh... talk about Spy Hunter. Interesting. Spiner is fucking amazing. Don't sleep on that. It's still great. <laughs> right. Fun fact. Yep. Fun fact. Did you know? Did you know they actually shot a Spy Hunter film with The Rock years ago? Oh, they did. But then not. it just got shut down. Oh, oh man, I would have seen that. They need to yeah, repitch I mean, that. Is, this, this is him, like right, right out of WWF. So it's not like the new Rock. Oh, you know, where he's man. Every... Is it like I, his I Scorpion love... King days? Yeah, like yeah, the Mummy. Pretty days. much. Um, yes. I love watching old school. The Rock films. Oh, Christ. They right. should repitch that to him. I bet he would redo it He'd with his seven it. bucks production. He'd go for it. Um, right. Favorite board game? Are you a board game person? Uh, I've played them, but yeah. You know what? This is a, If you find this, it's funny. If you watch a film big, there's a stack of them in the scene where I think he's doing the piano with yeah. the, the keyboard. Fireball Island. Go Google that. Yeah. You know that. I'll have to you Google know that. that is? No. no, I don't think so, unfortunately. But then again, I was it's, brought up with uh, luck. It's like a 3D-esque kind of board game where you try and steal a jewel, uh-huh. but you can get fireballed with marbles and shit. If you go Google that, you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's our family favorite. Nice. Um, a lot of fights. A lot of fights. Nice. So we're just looking at the picture now. Interesting. That we'll have to fantastic. definitely get that. Um, right. These, these, we're getting away from nerdy questions now. It's okay. Um, <laughs> favorite meal? Like favorite, favorite food. No. Let's go favorite food. God damn. I mean. Yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. I mean, this is, you know, we're trying to get under your skin here, so. You're not going to get under my skin. I just, it's so hard to pick. Uh, I'll be boring. Fuck. I mean, steak, sushi, pizza, bacon. I mean, that's the four corners of greatness we're talking right there. Oh, yeah. That is true. I don't disagree with that. See, it sounded like uh, you were talking about bacon that was flavored like steak, sushi, and pizza. Who, do, I mean, that, who well, doesn't that, like a good portion of steak, sushi, pizza, bacon? That, that, I mean, that, that'd be just you. That does. David, David tells us a great joke. He goes, you know, you just can't mix certain things like cotton candy, yum a dum dum. He's like, but you can't have some cotton candy with scotch whiskey. You ever eat that combined? It tastes like you're blowing a clown. <laughs> 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 
And that's why he's the greatest. Uh, I'm going to just go be boring. I'll say steak. Yeah, good mm, call. Good, good call, call. Good call. Um, favorite city in the world? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. These are not easy questions. I mean, I'm in New York. I mean, I'm right out. I work in New York, so uh, I love it. Great. Vegas. I love it. I go to Vegas every year. Mm. I've been all over Europe. I have not been to London yet. And mm, so I was, I've, been I've been to Prague. Prague was pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, Berlin. I've, mm. been to, uh, I've been to Munich. Jesus. Favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, I need, like, a top 10. But I'll, I'll, be, I'll say Vegas because I go every year. Yeah, okay. my there you go. We go week one for the NFL and just watch and gamble mm. and, you know, eat like kings and mm. drink like fish. Sounds like it sounds ideal. Yeah, sounds uh, good. I would say don't bother with going to London. Just just don't bother. No, but if you, if, if oh. you like New York, you'll like London. That's true, actually, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear that a lot. And we might be, uh, my wife works for Bloomberg and she has, she goes <laughs> out there for, uh, a few times. We might be out there in September for the. Uh, she's got to go out for work, and I might go with her just to go to the uh, when they when they have an NFL game out there. Mm. 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 Oh, fair enough. Well, best of luck. Um, then most inspirational person, live or dead. Oh my god! You're <laughs> gonna laugh when I, you're, you're gonna laugh when I tell you this because okay. I just watched this film two days ago, and go. this guy. I'm not. I, I, I'm an atheist. This guy should be canonized, Mister Rogers. That oh. guy, that guy, it'll inspire anyone to be good and bring the best out of anybody. And he's just the, one of the very few good-hearted people on this planet who would honestly, it would, it would break my heart to find out if you were, you know, a pervert, yeah, yeah. Or, or, any, or anything like that. But nothing's popped up because he's not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, I, I watched, I, I saw the documentary the other day. It's called "Won't You Be My Neighbor." I, I don't know if you guys have it out there yet, but it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I grew up with him, so it's. Uh, I watched it in the theater. I, I teared up. I don't know how many times mm-hmm. watching uh, that film. But yeah, I would say him. He's quite inspirational to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just see the level, the, the love he, he achieved, and the dedication he had to you know kids and programming and making everybody you know feel worthwhile and valuable and focusing on good. Yeah, so Mr. Rogers, fuck mm-hmm. it. That's I a like good it. one. I'll, I'll like take that. Answer. I, that is a good one. I like that answer. Right. And now there's, I've got three questions that are literally just say, like say one or the other. Don't think about it too much. Sweet or savory? Uh, sweet. Cats or dogs? Dogs, cats, get out of here. That <laughs> and film or TV? People. My buddy, my buddy is a joke. Cats are like the Hillary Clinton of animals. Yuck. <laughs> I mean, we do have two cats, but we also have a dog, so we're like straddling the line. We balance it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you love the dog more, I bet. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> favorite child. Can't oh, yeah. pick a favorite child. That's true. Um, and then last one, film or TV? Film, without a question. Oh. There you go. Coming from the man Although, who has a TV I show. Say, I will say TV has really upped its game in the last, like, ten years. Mm-hmm. Big time. I mean, Breaking Bad is the greatest show ever made, and that shit is just wow, timeless. But I mean, mm. yeah, films. I've always, I'm a huge film guy. TV's fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but mm. I'm a film guy. That's mm. for sure. Yeah, I think I was always a film person, but I think I'm coming around to more TV because I feel like a lot of the TV shows out now just allow that extra exploration of the story and like the kind of longer enjoyment of the uh, characters, really. So. Well, yeah, because it's not you're not confined to 22 minutes with eight minutes mm. of commercials anymore. You yeah. know, yeah, that's it. The, the long form shows that are on Netflix or AMC, even mm-hmm. they okay. allow for that to happen and allow you to stretch boundaries instead of, you know, mm-hmm. you won't you're, you weren't able to see the Sopranos on fucking ABC in yeah. 1987 for a reason. But now you can on HBO, but, you know, 
mm-hmm. 2000 mm-hmm. breaking bad same story you know so mm-hmm. they're allowed to uh stretch the limits and uh and themes and such so yeah i, I completely agree with that mm-hmm. well that's all the questions we have so you survived it it's okay that's that's where it's congratulations <laughs> How did I? How did I do? Well, not well. Let's let's, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I do appreciate. I mean, to be fair, we did kind of design these questions to be a little bit more difficult because we kind of feel like this kind of gets under the skin of some of the guests in terms of we kind of unravel a different part of you a little bit. Yeah, there are like typical sense. questions that people expect, and sometimes throwing unexpected oh, that's questions. That's good. Out I like that. I don't want the typical boring bullshit. No. Yeah, uh, exactly. exactly. You can scratch that Star. You can scratch that Star Trek question though. Come on, guys. Let's, oh, let's, let's, oh no! Don't we even. Can't. Don't even. No, go we can't, Karen. Let's, it's, Han, it's Han Solo over everybody. Let's put it like that. Oh no! 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 Kevin, no. <laughs> and I'm not talking this new. I'm not talking the new film. I'm talking Han Harrison Solo Ford. four, five, six, and half of seven. That's what I'm talking. About. Oh come on, <laughs> Kevin, come on. I mean, you're talking to a Trekkie here. Don't. Yeah, let's Maggie's not. a full-on Trekkie. <laughs> Captain Picard. Oh my God, you nerds! We should sterilize you so you cannot contaminate the rest oh. of the world. Oh, that's, that's brutal. <laughs> oh, are we gonna have to delete this entire episode? No, just no, like, come never. on, take it easy. Deep breath now. Oh, it's easy, you guys. Deep breath. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what. Do me. Favor. Next next convention you go to, do me a favor. I want you to bring about seven cans of spray-on deodorant. Those nerds are smelly motherfuckers. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting the impression us, you're not a big fan. Some of, of us are have body odor issues. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do. I'll, I'll tell you this, and then, then on the questions you have, but <laughs> I do a joke on my act. I go, look, I'm. Uh, I go to every Star every Star Wars movie opening night. With the rest of the nerds, the only difference is that a I don't I use deodorant and b I don't work at GameStop. Those are the two differences. Oh, I'd love to work at GameStop. Um, yeah, I, I did have another question actually. Just go ahead, fire go, away, fire going away. back before all the quickfire questions and stuff. Um, sure. you, you did say that you were um, a bit of a voice actor as well. Yes, I do that as well. You're correct. Um, so, what kind of stuff do you do along the sort of voice acting route then? If you YouTube uh, Trident commercial, uh, it's the one with 18 million views. That's me in the background. Nice. That's one claim to fame. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much the biggest one. Uh, It's funny. That Trident commercial I did one day. And the very next day, I got a gig for a get ready for this. Go Google the Sinky. S-I-N-K-I-E. It is a little plastic uh, thing that you put your dick into to wash. I'm not even kidding. Oh. And it's wow. like I had to narrate this. If you go on the, if you Google it, you're gonna hear me. I have a cold that day too, which is hilarious. So I have a my voice is a little hoarse. So I go from doing Trident with like I don't know 18, 19 million views now or whatever, to doing a dick washing station the very next day. So you talk about the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when um, I think a YouTuber or something that we used to watch, he was playing some game and suddenly this advert for the auto blow came up in the background and it was the funniest (laughs) thing. And like they took it to the next level where they sent him the auto blow too. And it was, you know, a machine that would simulate a blowjob. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he was like he was playing a game on his web browser and uh, all of a sudden this advert started playing in the background talking about this automatic blowjob machine. Um, so he ended up basically just doing the entire episode, just laughing his ass off about this blowjob machine. Um, and then the guys who made it sent him the auto blow too. So they said, <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, you know, do a review video. On it. 
funny. <laughs> so like, that just oh, reminded me of the, you know, cleaning machine. I guess cleaning machine's probably a little bit more useful than a you know, blowjob machine. machine. I mean, depending on who you are. Yeah, we'll see. You know. As a woman, oh, cleaning machine's probably a lot better. I'm sure that blowjob machine would sell like hotcakes at a Star Trek convention. <laughs> it depends. You'd have to shape it like a Star Trek character. Uh, all of them. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, who's the who's the worst Star Trek character? And look, I love, I'm, 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 I know I'm busting a lot of balls about it. I do like some of the films. I like I, the first two reboots were good. The third one sucked. Um, let me go through them. Star Trek one was shit. Star Trek two was great. Three was good. Four sucked. Five was I don't remember. Six was very. I really like six. Six is great. Mm. The um. The the first was what, what was the first one with Patrick Stewart the Next Generations one what was that one called oh, Generations God. right I think so I think yeah so, yeah because yeah, that had William Shatner right. I really like the one where the Borg assimilated with all those guys that was pretty cool yeah uh, yeah and there's another one after that that sucked mm. uh, so look some of them are pretty good mm. but some are pretty bad um, I think if I had to shit on one character it's got to be Bones McCoy like he's fucking oh useful. no Damn it, I'm a doctor like, come on he's, he's, he's the only boring. good thing about the new Star Trek films. <laughs> He brings nothing. He's like the Jar Jar of that franchise. He oh, don't nothing. even. Oh, gosh. He's so Cam triggered Gordon, right now. His, his, if he's comic relief, then that's a sad state of affairs we are. At least Sulu was on Stern inside, Howard Stern show, and he brought a lot of, oh, he's hilarious on that. Mm. I mean, he, he he's dead weight on the show, but you know, outside of it, he's hilarious. But McCoy is, uh, is a boredom. Bones, Lord, Bones um, is the only good thing about the new Star Trek films, and that's only because it's called. Oh, Evan. the new ones, he's no. In the new ones, he's fine. I'm talking the old ones. Yeah, yeah. He's in the old ones, he's it's, it's hard. To be fair, the Star Trek original series is hard to watch. I mean, we do. Uh, to be fair, I'm. You, you guys are an anomaly because the majority of the nerds carry that around like the fucking bo- the Bible. No, that's the thing. Re- like, I I know why it's important. It doesn't make it good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, like... I I have to say, you know, I've seen all the TV shows, and I've I've only watched the films through once, I think. And the new ones, let's not let's not talk about them. That's like, yeah. um, but I I don't necessarily enjoy. The original series didn't particularly love the films but i love the other series so you know i i we had this whole argument on a different episode actually about the fact that a lot of nerddom seems to now be about oh well if you don't like the original thing where it came out of then you can't be a real fan Nerd, yeah. and we don't like that particularly so that's why you know we'll happily say we don't enjoy original series but we're still we still consider ourselves trekkies well really, i do definitely really is just tough to watch man mm-hmm like, Leonard Nemo was the only good thing about the original series, really. Oh. <laughs> Actually, noted. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think awesome. I, I think that's about it. Unless you want to ask anything more, Alex. I know we got interrupted there. Alex had to say goodbye to his little sister. So that's why there was a bit of quietness from Alex. But there was, um... So how did you get... Just going back to the voice acting real quick, because it's something that I'm actually quite interested in doing. Um... How do you break into something like that? Or how did you personally kind of do it? I was told when I started in comedy, it's so funny. You think that you're going to be a stand-up and a stand-up only. And then when you're doing it, so many different things that start presenting themselves, you know, mm-hmm. writing jobs, yeah. maybe even voiceover or creating your own show like me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, uh, I had a few people go, hey, man, you've got a pretty good voice. You ever think about doing voiceover? I go, never, not for a second. I mean, I, I did, did take classes in radio when I was in college as part of my, t- my uh, TV uh, and film major, but mm-hmm. whatever. Nothing thought about it. And then um, 
one night after a gig, I was with a, with a comic, and he goes, hey, man, you ever think about doing voiceover? I said, you know, you're like the eighth person. I don't know exactly. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but a good amount. You're like the, the, the blank number of person to tell me this. I said, what, what's up? He's like, look, here's a story. I'm going to give you my guy's number. This guy, it's funny. He's a, he's a gay dude, but he's so, like, very opinionated. He'll tell you in two seconds if you've got what it takes and or, or if you're wasting his time and he won't take your money, like, mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I go to the guy and he has me do a few reads and a few, uh, a few, uh, coaching sessions. Like, okay, man. He's like, honestly, he's like, you you do have it. You can do this. This is mm-hmm. uh, solid stuff here. So then, uh, I did some coaching with them, did a reel, then started doing something called, it's called voice one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you just, it's, it's like a, it's like a online auditioning for, yeah. a, for a gig and then they'll hire you or not. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I actually got, uh, a few comedy friends got me in with some freelance agencies to do yes. it. So they'll email me and go, oh, we got an audition for you. Go here at this time and da-da-da-da. So that's how I got into mm-hmm. it. It's it's just weird how certain things just started falling into place about that. Because, I had, again, I had no wherewithal to even think about doing that or, or how to. It just started falling in my lap. You know, it's how, again, that's how some things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, that, that, yeah, that's all the questions I had. Yeah. So I think that's everything we had for you today, Kevin. But thank you very much for coming onto the show. Thank you very much for joining us here. Do you have anything you wanna do you wanna add? Yeah, check out my show and Amazon video, Comics Watching Comics. Seasons one through five are up right now. Season six should be up in a week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the live show very shortly after that. And then season seven I'm editing right now. So maybe in the fall you'll see mm-hmm. that. Comicswatchingcomics.com to get yourself a t-shirt, buy a t-shirt. You can check out the photos from behind the scenes, some videos from our, our panelists that perform. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, sorry, Twitter is co- at Comics Watching. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Comics Watching Comics. And I'm Kevin Goatee at Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at K-E-V-I-N-G-O-O-T-E-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, KevinGoatee.com, see my dates see some of my videos, see my movie reviews. Yesterday I went and I saw Won't You Be My Neighbor and The Incredibles 2. I'll have a review up about that, uh, as well as other films. And if you're in the NFL, I also have videos of me and my daughter while she eats a cookie, and I give you the NFL bets of the day. So KevinGoatee.com for all that and then some. Yeah, and we'll You guys have been a joy to talk to. Can't thank you enough for the time. Well, thank you, and thank that, you. And like I said, we'll put all of Kevin's kind of links that yeah, you can find the, on in the into the, of the description of the episode so they're easy to find. But thank you so much, Kevin, for coming to speak to us and for supporting a smaller podcast like ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really appreciated. <laughs> you guys, listen, I'd rather, the small podcasts are great because they give a shit and they got some great questions. The bigger ones sometimes just dance over you and give the bare minimum and it's just like, oh, that was a waste of time. So <laughs> no, you guys, uh, you guys are great. I enjoyed it. Love to come back again in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And I hope you, the party this afternoon goes well. Yeah. <laughs> Get all that kids' let's, junk uh, food. Let's put, that, let's put that in perspective, shall we? There'll be about 25 kids Ooh. from the ages of 1 through about 10 Ooh. at a bouncy, jump bouncy place, jump bouncy castle. You tell me how you think it's going to go. I mean, Fantastic. I would throw the kids out of the bouncy castle and go myself, so I don't know whether that's your plan. In there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making a cameo. Believe that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right. Enjoy it. Have a lovely rest of the day. Thank you very much for coming on. And... That is everything for today. So, we now go into our scheduled programming. Regularly scheduled programming, if I do say so myself. Um, (laughs) I'm very ill, so apologies if the audio 
It was a bit fun, but we really enjoyed that interview with Kevin. It was good. Um, it's interesting to have different types of people on the podcast. And I think, to be fair, when we had the interview with BJ, he was a massive nerd like us. And with Kevin, it was quite refreshing to see the like perspective on nerddom as such. Yeah. Um, and very interesting to see in the background of comedian life and like stand-up comedian and seeing the show as well. It's really interesting, I think, and I thought the concept was really fun. Yeah, it is. Um, it is quite fascinating to watch that kind of because, like you say, we have like the X Factor and things like that, and um, it's f- it's just a refreshing change to see like these comics mm-hmm. kind of come up and get judged and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's a good yeah. TV show. I'd recommend you guys go check it out. Absolutely, go check on, it out on uh, Amazon Prime. But like I say, link in the description. So, mm-hmm. um, so now we go on to the. Random useless fact and the good news. Alex, which one do you want to do? I will do the random useless fact. Go for it. Okay, I'll stop yawning. I'm back. <laughs> okay, so uh, people express concern about sharing their soap, uh, you know, with family members or guests that come over to stay and things like that, which is good because apparently 75% of all people wash from top to bottom. Yeah. So the whole thing with soap is that most people have it in their hand and rub it on them. Yeah. So they wash from top to bottom. Uh-huh. So the last part of their body that the soap generally touches will be like their feet or their primer or their bum. <laughs> so that's why people don't like sharing soap because if someone else had used that soap, odds are the last thing it touched was their nasty bits. That's 75% of people wash... No, 75% of people wash from top to bottom is the brand useless fact. Oh, and you added all that other stuff around it. You got to throw extra in <laughs> every now and again. You got to go the extra mile. I got to say, like, you're washing with, like, it's soap. It's already, like, but, but like, like, this it, is the thing. The, it's like, it's a cleaning soap, product. Yeah, like, is soap not clean? Can soap get dirty? Yeah. The, no, this is a different this is theoretical. A whole other, because this is my that's thing. A, with that's like, a new podcast. <laughs> Can soap true. get dirty? <gasps> the podcast. Oh, my God. No. That's genius. Stop it. Like, discussing random useless facts to the nth degree. Come on, that would be genius. Anyway. So, look out for our new YouTube channel, guys. YouTube channel? Yeah. Whoa. It's going to be a YouTube channel. Oh, maybe. no. Because we're going to have the I thing. don't want a YouTube. But YouTube is going bad. Anyway. Look out for our new podcast, guys. <laughs> so, um, we also have a good news. I will interrupt Alex's tirade about private parts. And I'm just peace. saying, 75% of people. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Carry on. So, with some good news, which is a bit different from the usual good news that we have, um, which is that a British rowing team has managed to beat the world record for sailing across the rowing across the Atlantic, and they managed to do it in 29 days and 15 hours, which beat the previous record by six whole days, Whew. which is impressive, to say the least. Um, and yes, you might think, is that really good news? But you know what? It's like... A massive undertaking yeah, to, to do something like that. Four people to row 3,000 miles. That's huge. Oh, and a lot of them are from up here in the northeast. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Corbridge and Attic. So congratulations to George Bigger, Dickie Taylor, Peter Robinson, and Stuart Watts. Well done, boys. Yeah, good, good job. job on you. Now, uh, you know, get a real job. Oh, um. <laughs> that's just mean. That's just mean. Right. No, seriously, congratulations. Congratulations, indeed. So find us on twitter and instagram um make sure to also check out all the links that we've included for kevin's yeah. um channels website where you can find the show all of that will be in there 
um wherever you are please find time if you can to write us a review um subscribe if you can just so that we know that you're out there listening but also it helps us to find new listeners Mm -hmm. um and alex what else can they do to help us this tiny little bit well if you enjoy the show and you hate having money you can always go onto our website and find the coffee link and you can donate the price of a cup of coffee uh, if you've got PayPal, uh, just to help keep the show going. Mm-hmm. It'd be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, show us find us on Instagrams, Twitters, I've already said that. Facebook, and... Mm-mm. Yeah. Do that. Shut up. And Alex, what else? What? No, I'm not doing it again. What? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm tired. Leave me alone. Sharing is caring! There we go. Sharing is caring. I just had to throw it in there. I'm sorry sharing with karen guys um that wraps up our second interview Woo! on this podcast exciting times so exciting times um so thank you all very very much for listening and letting us do this all the time since we've been going since august that's impressive it's fantastic so thank and you very fun. much for letting us do this um and that is it so i've been maggie i've been alex and this was socially course bye-bye